1: because you could doesn't mean you should, right? How many times have you heard that before? There are a lot of common mistakes people make during a recession and new government rules allowing more access to retirement accounts might prompt you to make a mistake you can't undo. Plus we'll shine a light on some tax planning opportunities to think about right now and we'll even get into the top taboo topics on your retirement planning list. We have a lot to talk about today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. And I am Jen Rizak alongside Pat. If you are considering tapping into your retirement accounts early or making any major moves with your money, you can always reach out to Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists for some guidance. In a few minutes, we'll talk a little bit more about their process for helping you get some answers, but you can always reach out to 803-9-RETIRE or check us out online at retirewithpat.com if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And with that, Pat, glad to sit down with you again. How are we doing this week?
0: I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm excited to talk with you today.
1: Yeah, a lot we're going to get into. Like I said, we want to talk a little bit about some of those tax planning opportunities today. We want to talk about some of the government rules changing the access to retirement accounts. And then a little later on, we'll try not to make anybody cringe or blush with the taboo topics of planning (laughs) for retirement. So that'll be a good discussion coming up a little bit later on. Uh, Pat, I want to start with tax planning because it's been in the news some lately, A a bit controversial, actually, a lot of different reactions to the president's tax returns when that came out just a couple weeks ago no matter where you fall on that, most tax professionals agree that being proactive with tax planning is something more of us should should do. And a big takeaway from all this is to look for potential opportunities available when it comes to saving money on taxes. So, So let's talk about that, Pat. What are some of the tax planning opportunities we should be thinking about so we could potentially save on taxes down the road?
0: Yeah. I mean, this is a a perfect example of, uh, as you said, Jen, proactive tax planning, and that is um, near and dear to our hearts. And the reason that I think that I believe this is such an important topic is because most of our lives, it's kind of tough to Mm -hmm. really do a lot of tax planning, right? We want to have a successful career. We want to make as much money as we can. Well, that's going to be taxable. you know. Of course, there's things you can do like contributing to your retirement plan or, you know, charitable contributions and things like that. But for most of us, we actually want to have a really good taxable income, you know, most of our lives, right? Mm -hmm, right. Uh, And what's interesting for us is since we are helping people transition to and through retirement, it actually is completely different in, in retirement. Because when you stop and think about it, your income is totally different. And for most of our clients, they're going to have income from a number of different sources. If you're a married couple, you might have two Social Security payments. Maybe you've got a a pension or two. Um, Maybe you have um, one or two or three 401Ks and IRAs. Maybe you've got other savings and investments. So you could be generating your monthly income from a variety of sources. And what that means is you actually have control now. You can decide when and how to take that money out. So Mm -hmm. uh, it really has tremendous opportunity because of how you can design those accounts which ultimately can help you pay a lot less taxes in retirement.
1: Right. And it's just one of those areas where we we don't want to be contributing to the concern of outliving our savings. And if we can save what we can on taxes that's really going to help address some of those concerns about outliving our savings. And, you know, Pat, a lot of times you get in a situation like what we've seen this year where people are struggling financially. We've we've gone through recessions before, but coupled with the pandemic, it really has caused people to make some mistakes with their money. I mean, there are always mistakes people make with their money when it comes to a recession, but especially when you've got this other issue of the health concerns and, and all the other things looming ahead of us, we want to make sure that we're avoiding some of those mistakes. And, of course, we want to be tax-efficient, but when we think about some of the mistakes people typically make during a recession, what really jumps out at you as something that baby boomers need to be avoiding?
0: Yeah, I know, um, you know, we uh, Jen, we looked at an article from the Wall Street Journal mm-hmm. that kind of had a long list of these things, right? And I, I think a lot of them are really uh, right on the money, um, you know. One of the things they list is refusing to tap into your emergency fund, Mm -hmm. making early withdrawals from retirement accounts. I thought an interesting one was not talking about money with your partner because the the longer that I've worked with clients, the more I've realized how important communication is when you're dealing with your money uh, when you're you're married. So those are just a few examples off the list.
1: So, so let's talk about some of those in a little bit more depth. Um, the emergency w- fund one, for example. Uh, why is that a risk to refuse to tap into your emergency fund? Why is that such a big mistake?
0: Well, I think to me, this is kind of going to an extreme, Jen. You know, you think of like Dave Ramsey, who is kind of uh, the guru of of getting out of debt and building an emergency fund. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the secrets to staying out of debt once you get out of debt is having an emergency fund. So you don't have to, you know, if your air conditioner goes out, you don't have to go charge the whole thing, you know, and start right back into paying interest. Um, and so the emergency fund becomes like a security blanket, right? It's like, oh, I got, I have to have X number of dollars in the bank, or I can't sleep at night. Uh, but when you have a situation like like a pandemic, uh, and you're losing your job, or you know, health concerns, or all these things happen, that's exactly what the emergency fund is for. The goal is to use that money to survive. Um, you know, in a perfect world, your emergency fund is going to be enough to cover you if you lose your job for maybe three, four, five, six months. So that's a that's a perfect example of just, I think, taking an idea of, you know, you hear, you know, build the emergency fund and don't use it unless you absolutely have to. You're taking it to the extreme by actually completely avoiding it. And I think that's one of the things we talk about building a plan. Uh, but this is an example of really almost like having a financial coach with you, um, so that when when difficult times happen, you're not out on an island. You can you know call our team if you're working with us and talk through those scenarios, and we can help you figure out where's the right place uh, to pull those funds from. So if you don't have uh, someone on your side like that, give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. If you save at least $250,000 for retirement, we set aside time so you can get a retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. All you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists, and I'm Jen Rezac alongside. As we go through this list of the biggest mistakes people make during a recession, the biggest money mistakes people make during a recession, and as you said, Pat, this comes from the Wall Street Journal, they listed not taking advantage of Roth conversions as one of these money mistakes. Talk a little bit about that. Why do we need to think about a Roth conversion?
0: Well, uh, so there's a couple thoughts there, Jen. You know, If you have a 401k or traditional IRA, a Roth conversion simply means taking a portion of that and converting it over to a Roth. Now, why would we care about that? Well, the 401k or traditional IRA will be fully taxable when we take that money out in retirement. Mm-hmm. And if it's done properly, the withdrawals from the Roth IRA will be completely tax-free. Well, that's yeah. a pretty big deal. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we, I think we'd all love to have tax-free income in retirement. So how much to do, how to schedule that, those are all details you know that, that we work on with our clients. Well, I think what the Wall Street Journal is talking about is if you've had any issues with work or income and your income is lower this year, that actually, while that's not a good thing, the silver lining is that's actually a tax planning opportunity. Hmm. Because if you have a lower income this year, maybe you want to do a conversion that's going to bring your taxable income back up. And so that's an example of, you know, it's there's trade offs with everything, right? So we, if we want to have tax benefits down the road, doing that Roth conversion does mean you're paying taxes this year. So it's important to understand that.
1: And Pat, as we go through this list, if fear of volatility is listed, and I thought it was interesting that that's a mistake, fearing volatility, because to me, being aware of market volatility and being concerned about it is what we should be doing when we're getting close to retirement. So, so what am I missing here?
0: Yeah, you're right, Jen. It's it's an interesting distinction between when you are near or in retirement, it is critical that you understand that you have to minimize the losses that your money can have because you just don't have time to build that money back up like you do when you're in your 20s and 30s. But that is a little different than just being scared when the price of you know the value of an account goes down temporarily we know there will always be market swings and ups and downs um but it will always come back the question is when and Mm so uh the key that we always talk about is just don't have all your eggs in that basket um if you have you know a chunk of your nest egg over here in the stock market basket and we're not planning on touching that for 5 or 10 or 15 years well if that goes down today I would certainly hope that's not causing you tremendous stress, uh, because that's money we need way down the road, and we know the market will likely be back at that point. We just want to make sure you don't have all your money there, because then that should that, w- that would absolutely cause a lot of fear and concern.
1: Right, and you know, while we are right to be concerned about holding on to what we have and making sure we avoid big losses, I I thought this was an interesting story, Pat. There's a billionaire out there who's actually focused on giving it all away. And I think this is a good way to end our segment. Chuck Feeney co-founded the airport store Duty Free Shoppers in 1960. I've spent a a few bucks there in my day. (laughs) He ended up giving away $8 billion during his lifetime, not after his passing, but he set aside some for his retirement, so he'll be okay, but he gave away the majority of his fortune. What do you take away from an uplifting story like that?
0: Uh, Jen, it's just awesome to hear something like that. You know, we we all get bombarded by negative news all the time. And to hear a story like that, someone giving $8 billion away, uh, is truly incredible. And it reminds me, Jen, of one of our guiding principles, which is that the success uh, with your money is not based on what rate of return you get, but it's actually based on whether you accomplish your goals. And it's easy to get kind of sucked into the idea of watching your net worth grow, but that's not really what matters. Once you have enough to accomplish your retirement dreams, the point isn't to be obsessive over your account value or rate of return. The point is to live the retirement of your dreams. And so uh, it's awesome that he gave that money away. And my reminder to our listeners would be make sure you're thinking about what your goals are with your money and work towards that. And that's if we can be of help with that, call us now at 803 9 Retire. Once again, that number is 803 9 Retire.
1: This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back.
2: The world is upside down, and millions of Americans are out of work. Debt keeps rising, and yet taxes and interest rates are at historically low levels. What's going to happen next? Oh, I don't know. Space monkeys could arrive. Times like these, it is important to do your homework and be prepared, especially if you're near retirement. Hi, it's Glenn Beck. This is not the time to go it alone and hope for the best. I want you to call Pat Struby today and find out what he can do for you right now. Do what other families just like yours have done for over 20 years. Call the team at Preservation Specialists. Call 803-9-RETIRE and schedule a complimentary phone or video consultation. Pat Struby and his team at Preservation specialists are local and independent their focus is you and your retirement so call 803 9 retire schedule a complimentary consultation and be prepared for your retirement years 803
3: 9 retire glenbeck has been remunerated and is not a client investment advisory services offered through kayla's capital link investing involves risk including the potential loss of principal <music> schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, call right now. 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the book Save Your Retirement. And Pat, I want to ask you a real personal question. How much is on your to-do list for this weekend?
0: <laughs> How are we doing um, with that? I'm... I'm, I'm pretty bad. I I make lists and they just accumulate and I keep thinking of ideas and I keep thinking of ideas and they never end. So I I cannot actually name the number of things because it's too long.
1: I know it's a mile (laughs) long. I, I have the same problem. And the problem with a long list, in my opinion, is you get overwhelmed and then you shut down, and we do not want to do that to you, our listeners, today. So we want to keep it simple. Um, I found this article called Top 10 Steve Jobs Success Secrets for Insane Productivity. <laughs> so it's ironic because they're talking about keeping it simple, and that is the most ridiculous title of an article <laughs> I've ever read. But <laughs> the first couple of tips in this thing were prioritize ruthlessly, seek simplicity, And say no to a thousand things. So basically... We want to keep it simple, and that's something I've really learned in helping my kids with a lot more of their schoolwork lately. When they look at this big, long list of stuff to do all week, they get really overwhelmed, but if I give them just a couple things to do, then Mm. they can knock it out. So let's do that. That's my challenge for you, Pat. Keep it simple. What would be your top couple, maybe three topics for your retirement planning list that we need to get into today?
0: Well, I'm tempted to just say no to you because that's what Steve Jobs would tell me. No, that's not what he (laughs) meant. No, Pat. (laughs) I couldn't resist. Shoot. Uh, Yeah, so uh, if we narrow down um, top three topics for retirement planning, the three that that I wanted to hit on today are um, generating income Mm -hmm. and then kind of the health care and long-term care combination and then income taxes.
1: Okay, so I appreciate that. You played along. You kept it short. Tell me why you picked these things. When when you talk about the income planning, long-term care, and income taxes, why did these topics make the top of your list?
0: Well, two reasons. One is, I think that uh, anyone listening, if they're thinking about their retirement, would certainly understand why these are some of the most important ideas, Certainly, income, making sure you don't run out of income, and then healthcare. Uh, Study after study shows that those are the two biggest concerns for people uh, heading into retirement. Um, Taxes, I think, is uh, certainly on people's minds right now. And then the other reason I picked these three, Jen, which is a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit of a surprise for you, is because they're not about the stock market or investments. And that is what is uh, thrown in our faces. Constantly by the media, by right. everything, right? Um, you know, uh, the, the the ticker and, and whatever the Dow Jones is is like plastered all over everything. So let's let's take a step back from that. Let's focus on some other things that are really important as well.
1: But going back to that feeling, like I said, when I have a really long to do list and I feel really overwhelmed. If we have that feeling, or we're, we're overwhelmed by all the things we need to get done for our retirement, or maybe we're just worried we haven't done enough to prepare for it. Do you have any tips for us? What can we do if that's where we are?
0: Well, I think w- the thing that comes to my mind, Jen, is the idea of the, the financial junk drawer, which is... Most of us, you know, have very little to no training on how how to be a grown up, right? We just kind of stumble (laughs) along and figure it out. Just have to
1: do it, yeah.
0: Yeah, and most of us, after we've been an adult for a while, we keep thinking, why didn't they talk about this in high school or college, right? (laughs) Right. Uh, But if we focus just on that financial end, just think of how we all cobble everything together. You know, we get our first job, maybe they put us into a 401k, so now we start to have that account. We find out we need to have health insurance, we need to have car insurance. You think of all the different things we have. We have a bank account we have a checking account, maybe we have savings. And it just, it adds and adds and adds. And it's all this paper just stuffed into a drawer and it's not cohesive in any way. And and the point I'm making here is it doesn't mean any of those things are are bad or wrong to do. What it means is they're not part of a plan. They're not designed to work together. And um, Jen, the number of people that I can tell you that I've met with over the years where they've been trying their best, but they know that that's deep down, they know that's exactly what's going on. Maybe they've got 10 great things they've put together but there's no kind of cohesiveness to how they're actually working and so that's the reason that that we have just so much just a tremendous value placed on building a plan and then executing a plan and then managing a plan. And that's the reason we focus on that with our work. And it's the reason we actually uh, trademarked our process. And we call ours a custom built retirement plan because uh, we don't believe you know any type of generic financial information is really that valuable for you because you really need something that's designed for what you're trying to accomplish. So uh, if you have that overwhelm, that tells me you probably don't have a plan built. So that would be certainly a reason that I would Strongly encourage you to give us a call at 803 9 Retire. We block off time for our financial planners, specifically for listeners of the show. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now to get started at 803 9 Retire.
1: Talking today with Pat Struby, He is with Preservation Specialists and he's the author of the book Save Your Retirement. And I am Jen Rizak alongside. Pat, as we are trying to battle these feelings of being overwhelmed or making sure that we are prepared for retirement, how do we know if we've saved enough for retirement? I I feel like that's such a a difficult question for so many people to answer.
0: It is. And the funny thing about it is that's what we all want to know. And yet very few financial firms actually help you figure that out. Uh, I've I've been told that by so many people over the years. And so this is why we always talk about the absolute foundational piece of a of knowing you're going to be okay in retirement is what we call a written retirement income plan. And so uh, all that means is uh figuring out kind of what you're trying to accomplish, which kind of entails, you know, when do you want to retire? Uh, what type of lifestyle do you want to lead? And so we know you know how much income you need in retirement. Um, and then we factor in all of your resources, social security, pensions, nest egg, all those kinds of things. And then if there's a gap, then that's not fun to see, but at least you know where you stand and then you can start making decisions from there. So we believe that that is the very first piece that's uh, so important uh, when you're thinking about if you've saved enough to retire.
1: Right. And talk a little bit about what comes next as far as figuring out how to generate income from what we've saved. What, what are some of the options for making sure that we have enough income in retirement?
0: Well, I think there are a lot of financial and retirement rules that we've kind of thrown out the window, Jen, because they really don't make any sense. One of the old ones that I still like is the three-legged stool of Mm -hmm. retirement income. And so um, almost everyone's going to have some type of Social Security benefits, so we certainly want to factor those in and try to make the most of those. Uh, one big question mark is, will you have any pension benefits? Either if you worked for the state or the federal government or for a company that had a pension. Uh, obviously, uh, as time goes on, we see those less and less. But if you've got that, we definitely want to make the most of it. And then the third one just means that's on your, it's your responsibility. That's your nest egg, your savings and investments. How are we going to take that money and squeeze as much income out of it as possible for you? And that's, of course, the name of the game for so many people.
1: And Pat, talk a little bit as well about how a retirement income plan, when you talk about that, how that is different from just taking money from your retirement savings as you need it, because it, 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 there's a little bit more strategy involved with an actual income plan, right?
0: Absolutely. Uh, and two, there's two parts to that, Jen. The first one is, you know, you hear people throw around the idea of a, you know, what rate do you withdraw from your account or something like that? And the important thing to understand about that is that only works if you have an account that never, ever has any losses. And so the problem with that is the stock market definitely does not qualify. Bonds don't even qualify. And I'm going to go out on a limb and guess with interest rates the way they are, no one's going to, no one's going to, you know, put all their nest egg into CDs and make less than 1% a year and draw that, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's just, it's just not possible right now. So uh, it's really difficult when you're doing this type of retirement planning. So that means you need to figure out a more diversified way of building out your nest egg. So you have uh, places that you can safely draw from. Um, so that's the first piece that I would say. Now, when we're talking about your written retirement income plan, we actually look for a number of items. The first one, I know it sounds silly, but we need to find a way to make sure your income is consistent and reliable. Well, that's obvious, right? But mm-hmm. the the problem is if you're depending on the stock market, that is not consistent, it's not reliable. So that's why we have to look for other options. The next one is it has to, it has to keep up your buying power because things always get more expensive over time so we have to plan for that the third one is also pretty obvious is we have to make sure it lasts as long as you do and of course what i always joke about with clients is the problem with that is no one knows how long that is right Right, right. (laughs) so makes the planning a lot more complicated and then the last piece is if you're married we need to have a continuation plan. God forbid one of you passes away before the other, uh, because that's going to affect a lot of those benefits. Um, so when Social Security only only the higher of the two continues if someone passes away, and so that's the idea of rather than getting overwhelmed, let's have one simple plan that we can look at and see where you stand with all those things and help you make the most of each of those resources that you have. And that is the goal of ultimately giving you a worry-free way to set up your retirement. If you don't have that yet, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer a no cost, no obligation, five-step retirement review. All you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE.
1: This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back.
3: Save Your Retirement is more than just a radio show. It's also the title of Pat Strudy's best selling book. Order yours today. To schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, call right now 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby, and I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he's the author of the book, Save Your Retirement. And as we talk today, it's important for you to know that just because you have a healthy balance in your retirement savings account, does not mean you have an income plan you still have some work to do and it's it's definitely a good thing pat to be successful with the saving part but that's kind of the easier part i, I think more about that mountain analogy that we've talked about before when you're going up a mountain it's kind of hard to miss the top. I mean, it's hard work to get there, but it's pretty obvious. The top is up there and you just go to it. But when you turn around and have to come back down, there are all different places where you can get lost and there's all different risks that happen there. So when we're coming back down that mountain in retirement, what are some of the risks we need to be aware of when it comes to saving and preserving our income?
0: Yeah. And it's one of those things, Jen, where you don't want to put in your notice for retirement and then feel like now you have more stress, right? right? right. <laughs> so it's, it's really what we want to help our listeners is, you know, just, we don't want to focus on the risks. We want to help you identify them so you can plan for them and, and not have to worry about them. So when I think of risks after you have retired, uh, when dealing with your finances, the thoughts that came to mind for me, the two that I always say together are longevity and inflation. they you know, the first two retirement villains in my book, Save Your Retirement, um, because we don't know um, how long you need your money to last. And the longer you live, the more inflation is going to compound and eat away at the spending power of your money. So they really go hand in hand. Certainly stock market crashes are a huge risk because most of us have kind of become our own pension managers and we have to find a way to invest and generate some type of return. So we need to try to protect against um, stock market crashes. And then the last one, I like to use this term spending shocks. And that just Hmm. means things that are outside of your budget and not fun things like vacations. Uh, this is usually things that right. are not fun to think about. So maybe you have family needs, it could be parents or kids uh, that need need your help financially. And then the big one um, that I know is very common, unfortunately, and is a big concern to so many people is healthcare mm-hmm. and even potentially long-term care if you need you know assisted living or, or nursing care, uh, something like that.
1: You're right, and, and Pat, you're right. There are things that are outside of our budget that we're okay with spending that extra money on we kind of look forward to it when it's something <laughs> like a vacation but then the same amount toward like a medical bill not so fun we do not have the same attitude toward that at all and with healthcare costs since you mentioned that uh, fidelity they've updated their numbers for their, they do an estimate every year for what the average 65 year old couple can expect to spend uh, on healthcare and retirement and now it's up to 200 $95,000. So now wow. i mean, really getting close to $300,000 here that doesn't even include long-term care. So how do you talk to people about that? How do we prepare for that?
0: Well, I, we always talk about there being three possible categories, and then we just want to address each one of those uh, with, our, with our clients. So the first one is, if you um, are planning or hoping to retire prior to age 65, then um, do you have access to some kind of group health insurance? Um, so does your employer even offer that? was meeting with um, some new clients uh, just the other day and they have done a phenomenal job of planning for retirement, saving and investing. And one of them is meticulous and has the spreadsheet with all the details. And I asked them about this question they kind of looked at each other and said, oh, we have no idea. And so uh, I said, well, I would definitely check with HR because if you have access to that, that's awesome, mm-hmm. right? And, and you should feel good about it. If not, we need to plan for that. So that's number one. Um, number two, uh, the reason I say prior to age 65 is generally speaking, most, most of us will qualify for Medicare at age 65. So we just need to make sure you understand how that works. And then if you need to get a supplement policy at that time, we need to make sure we budget for that. And then the third area then, like uh, you and I mentioned a moment ago, is long-term care, which refers to non-hospitalization, non-doctor care, assisted living, nursing home, um, anything like that, that is not covered by health insurance. That's not covered by Medicare. Um, So how do we uh, wrestle with that? How do we help plan for that? And so um, what we're doing is we're kind of building out three different categories, Jen, and just making sure we're budgeting appropriately and planning for those so that they are not a shock to you uh, later on in retirement.
1: And when it comes to the long-term care piece, talk a little bit about that part of your planning process and some of the options for dealing with that, because some people might think, well, there's long-term care insurance and that's it, but it seems like there are a lot of different ways to handle this now.
0: Yeah, that's right, Jen. And, and this is a, an interesting topic where I always bring in the offense-defense idea. Which offense, you know, if you think of in a football game, you have to have both, obviously, to win. Right. Right. Um, but in if you think of retirement planning, offense would typically be like your investments and things like that. And of course, everyone generally likes talking about that and, and likes talking about generating dividends and making money. Uh, but this is, of course, about defense. Uh, how do you protect against, um, you know, if someone needs nursing care and it's Three, five, seven thousand dollars a month. uh, Where is that going to come from? And um, we actually, uh, with each family that we work with, I always say this isn't the most fun topic to talk about, but you're going to feel good once we make a decision on the plan. And I think we've identified about six different uh, possible solutions, Jen. Of course, we don't have time to go into all of those today, but um, there is traditional long-term care insurance, um, which can provide a lot of protection. It's very, very expensive, so a lot of people, you know, that's that's a huge problem or just not appealing to them. Um, There are other options. There are what I would call a hybrid insurance where you have something that has maybe a death benefit to it that you can access for long-term care. Um, That gives you um, the potential to at least know it's going to be paid out to your family one way or the other. And then there are also places you can put some of your nest egg where maybe you can get some type of nursing care benefit. One example would be There are types of annuities where, if it's paying you monthly income in retirement, if you need nursing care, then that income may go up. It may go up as much as double. Um, So, that's an interesting idea. Now, that may not be enough money to pay the whole nursing care bill if that's needed, uh, but it's just we're just trying to identify all the different resources out there and help you figure out the pros and cons of each. And, and Jen, that's why we talk about the fact that we are independent, uh, we are fiduciaries. And so, it doesn't matter to us how we solve that problem. We just want to help you figure out what fits best for you. And so if we have maybe six different possibilities, we may go through that list and we may quickly identify as a team that three or four of those just don't make any sense for you at all. And then now we've got to narrow it down and we can kind of figure out between the others what makes more sense. And so that's the beauty of, again, what we talk about is a custom-built retirement plan, which means it's not a boilerplate, but it's specific to your goals and your concerns. And if you don't have something custom built like that, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, we offer our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. To get started, all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside. And before I get into any questions about taxes, it's always good to put out that reminder that there's no specific tax advice here on this show. Everyone's situation is unique, and we encourage you to get that specific guidance with someone qualified before you make any decisions about this as it relates to your personal situation. So, of course, we have a very general discussion here. On the show, Pat, but we can't be giving any very specific tax advice here. But how often do people overlook taxes when they are planning for retirement?
0: Hmm. That's interesting, Jen. I think. A lot? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think the the word that I would use is an overlook. I would say it's ignored. And and what I mean by that is it's kind of what we talked about earlier in the show, which is, you know, we're used to just. Paying taxes as Americans, and you know, maybe you you can avoid some by contributing to a four hundred one k or something like that. Uh, But most people just have no idea how much control they can have over their taxes in retirement, and that's why we think again, this the term we use is proactive tax planning, and and what that means is really being thoughtful and intentional about what you're doing tax wise. And the a quick example I'll give Jen is. It's uh, very common. I've seen, you know, 23 years uh, that I've I've been helping people plan for retirement. Uh, it's very common for someone to come in and say, "Hey, I'm about ready to retire. Here's my situation." And maybe they've done an awesome job of saving. They've got a million bucks in their 401k, mm-hmm. but they don't have any other savings and investments. Well, they are. Not tax diversified, right? So every single penny they take out is going to be fully taxable to them in retirement. Well, if tax rates go way up, that's a huge problem for that person, right? Mm -hmm. So what we want to do is we want to be proactive and think about okay, we could have money in a 401k. Maybe we could have money in outside of tax deferred accounts, like just regular savings and investments, or maybe we could look at something that could be tax free on the back end, like a Roth IRA. And what are the consequences of each of those? Again, nothing's perfect. Like you said, this is a general discussion. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so everyone's situation is going to be different. And that's the exciting part for us when we're custom building a plan for a client is we can help them um, try to be thoughtful and proactive with their tax planning. Hopefully, uh, they're not paying too much tax now, but we can help them save a lot of taxes down the road.
1: Right. And just make sure that people understand as well the difference between Tax preparation and and this idea of having a tax-efficient strategy and that tax planning, because that is what I think feeds into this idea of just kind of ignoring it, where we just accept the fact that we're going to pay taxes, but that's kind of what you're getting at here is the difference between these two concepts, right? Right.
0: Yeah, and the analogy I love for this Jen is is if you imagine we're we're driving down the road together, and you have the um, the rear view mirror is your tax preparation because mm-hmm. that's you know if you do your own taxes through TurboTax or if you have a CPA, what you're basically doing is you're putting all your financial information together from last year and you're handing it in and it's getting prepared, and so that's looking in looking backwards. So that's the rear view mirror. What we want to do with this proactive planning to be as tax efficient as possible is we're looking out the windshield. We want to be looking into the future. We want to be smart about this year and next year, but we really want to be thinking about what are the taxes you to be paying for the rest of your life. And that, that, of course, is a very different discussion and we think can have tremendous value.
1: And Pat, what are some changes that we should think about right now if we would like to just reduce the overall impact of taxes on our retirement?
0: the big overarching idea that we think has tremendous value right now, Jen, especially where our country is with as much debt as we have is the idea of Tax diversification. So, everyone has heard of diversifying your investments. Mm-hmm. Tax diversification is the same idea. There's three possible ways your money can be taxed. You could be tax deferred, like your 401k or a traditional IRA, which has some good benefits, of course, but it'll be taxable on the back end. Um, you have just regular savings and investments. You know, if you have money in the bank and you make a few pennies of interest, you get taxed on that each year. So that's kind of annually taxable. And then you have this tax-free bucket, which would be like a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k where generally withdrawals will come out tax-free. And we think everyone... As they're preparing for retirement, even if you're retired now, everyone can benefit tremendously from looking at those three. Let's, let's take a look at where you stand right now. Where does your money fit in those three categories? And then is that the way it should be, or should we take the opportunity right now and maybe start shifting some of that one way or the other so that you're in a much better position down the road? And that's one of the five areas of our five-step retirement review is that proactive tax planning. If you haven't had someone help you with that or take a look at that, I would urge you, give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now to take advantage of our no-cost, no-obligation, five-step retirement review at 803-9-RETIRE.
1: We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert Tim Hanbury.
4: So how do you pick a Medicare Advantage plan? The decision process is different with an Advantage plan than with a Medigap plan. Since you can change plans each year with no medical underwriting, the financial stability of the company is less important. If they raise their rates next year, you switch to a different plan. With Advantage plans, you must look at the provider networks to see if your doctor participates. Even if the plan lets you see non-participating doctors, you'll still want to know if they participate to see what your cost will be. You must also look at the prescription benefit to see if your current medications are covered. Many people don't take the time to research this and end up in the wrong plan. And this is where an agent can help you. We have software that lets us search the providers and prescriptions easily. There's no need for you to spend your time gathering this information. My experience is that large national companies tend to have fewer changes in benefits in provider networks over time, so you won't have to switch as often. Lastly, you still need Parts A and B of Medicare to join a Medicare Advantage plan, even if the plan has a zero premium.
1: Visit Tim's website medicareblueprint.com to download a free copy of his book or if you would like to talk with Tim call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation.
3: To find out more about Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists, Visit online anytime at retirewithpat.com. That's retirewithpat.com.
1: Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rezac, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the book, Save Your Retirement, and he is not afraid to be a little bit awkward as we talk about... Some of these taboo topics here In this last part of the show Pat, I mean, we know there are things you're not supposed to bring up At a dinner party And there are a few topics that are just too uncomfortable <laughs> To want to talk about with anybody Your, your <laughs> kids or your spouse Or your financial professional um, But these things are important So we're going to power through it We're just going to have to get into this It's the Forbes list Of the top five for this week Five most taboo topics in retirement. So we won't be too cringy. It's not going to be like, you know, Michael Scott on The Office <laughs> being all awkward all the time, right? He he just had a way. Did you watch that show when it was on? Did you love it? Or was it too oh, yeah. awkward?
0: Oh, yeah. Janelle, oh, okay. yeah. Janelle and I love, love The Office. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll yeah. try not to be Michael Scott.
1: Oh, please don't. See, and I thought it was funny, but Jeff was not comfortable with it. It was just really? too awkward for him, and he couldn't do it. He just couldn't do it. But um, I don't know. Maybe just hit too close to home for him. I don't know. All right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. This is, again, a Forbes list of the five most taboo topics in retirement. Number five, mental health in retirement. So this is a tough one for sure. Talk about what you've seen with clients who are maybe struggling with something like a loss of identity or, or isolation after they leave their career behind. It's tough and we don't like to talk about it.
0: Yeah, it's a very serious topic. I have to start with a a story um, from clients of ours, Jen. And Mm -hmm. um, you might find it a little bit funny. I'm not making fun of the topic. but um, So I had a married couple we've worked with for many, many years. And um, the uh, wife uh, had stayed home for a number of years. Uh, She had retired earlier. And the husband was still working. And let's just say he's a very... Detail oriented, Mm -hmm. uh, number crunching type person, okay? (laughs) I don't know if you've ever known anyone like that, other than me, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so we can be a little difficult to deal with sometimes. So uh, they come in for their first review a few months after he retired and they sit down and we're talking about, oh, hey, how's retirement? It's great. And she says, oh, honey, I forgot to grab my notepad out of the car. Could you grab it for me? He says, of course. He leaves. And she looks over at me and says, Pat, he's driving me crazy. (laughs) 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 Because she couldn't, she couldn't take the fact that he was now home. He follows me to the grocery store. I can't even have a few minutes by myself. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So it's it's an example of the shocking change, right? I mean, retiring is literally one of the biggest changes that we have in our entire lives. And so we shouldn't underestimate that. Even if you're excited to retire, we need to be thinking about those types of things. How is that gonna affect our life? What things are gonna change? What people in our lives, uh, how's it gonna affect those relationships? And one of the things that uh, in, in my studies that we have found is just kind of, when you mentioned earlier in the show, keep things simple. If we could narrow it down to one thing, The key is really to have a purpose because we want you to financially have the ability to rest comfortably every night and not worry about your finances, mm-hmm. but we need you to have a purpose so that you have a reason to get up out of bed in the morning in the first place, right? And so that's different for everybody. For some people, they do want to have some kind of work. They feel like they're contributing and that's okay. Uh, for some people, it's connection with family and friends. For some, it's hobbies. And then for some, it's, you know, we call the last category renewal, which could be education or um, health and fitness or Religion and, you know, volunteering and church and things like that. So Mm -hmm. it's different for everybody. But you're right, Jen. uh, It's very difficult to talk about, but it's real. And we want to help, you know, people not only be financially prepared, but also be thinking about, you know, what's retirement actually going to be and how can you truly, truly enjoy it?
1: Well, and, and Pat, when you think about it, I mean, we, we do look forward to retirement. It's gonna be this happy, carefree time and that's how we're all envisioning it. And even more time with our spouse and all those things, but there are a lot of adjustments to make and it, it's very different how much time you're spending together and just being away from all the people and the structure that you used to have. So you can see why people might struggle mentally and emotionally. So talk about how you can help take the financial worry off of their plate so that's not piling on them as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, when I first started 23 years ago, Jen, I thought my job was to you know build the perfect spreadsheet and you know help someone invest and make mm-hmm. a half okay. a percent more a year or something like that. And you know, the longer I've done this, the more I realize that's that's all great, but our goal is really to help you have a worry free retirement. And the best example I can give is, and of course that you know we talk about all different kinds of things, not just investing, but one thing that stuck out to me, Jen, is the last time the stock market crashed, it was pretty fast and it was pretty scary, mm-hmm. and uh, we did not have a single client call uh, because they were scared. And the, it wasn't because every investment they had was perfect. By no means was that the case. Certainly some things were going down. It was because, and they all understood this when we talked, when we called and we talked with them and made sure they were okay. They all said that we, some variation of, I understand. We have a plan. I don't have to panic. I don't have to worry about those kinds of things. My monthly deposit is still coming in. So it's not like it's affecting the mm-hmm. income that I have right. coming in. And that that just, it was so gratifying for me, Jen, because, you know, when, when the economy is good and the market's going up, you know, it's not as obvious, but when things get tough and you know that the plan is working and that's where we feel like it just has tremendous value.
1: Yeah, good things to think about here. This is our Save Your Retirement top five list for this week. Top five taboo topics for your retirement. The next one, this is number four, because we have to count backwards, Pat. Don't forget that. We go oh, five, thank you. then four. Uh, this one is divorce. And again, another thing that we don't really want to talk about a lot of times, but over the past 30 years, the divorce rate after age 50 has doubled in the US. Mm-hmm. And I just think, aside from some of the emotional turmoil here, what are the financial challenges for a couple who decides divorce is the, is the way they're going to go as they get close to retirement?
0: Well, and and you're All of that is correct, Jen, and and I think a couple of thoughts that I have, one that I have found is so difficult is if a divorce is happening, if there are, you know, each person is getting an an attorney involved, that attorney's job is to work for the good of their one client. It's not to try and make things easy or simple or fast, right? right? right. So now you have two people uh, in combat against each other, so that's obviously, that's not good financially, uh, and that's certainly not good uh, emotionally or mentally either. So that's one thing to understand. And the, the other thing is just the, the very obvious fact that most of us are scrambling and clawing to try and build up our finances to be able to retire. Well now, uh, in that type of circumstance, now you're taking that limited amount of resources and you're divvying it in half and it has to cover two households instead of one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's just gonna make it a lot tougher. And of course that requires uh, a lot of work to try and make sure that that's still gonna be okay.
1: And, Pat, as we as we just talk about this a little bit, a divorce, it's, it's going to turn everything upside down for both spouses. Just, just talk about helping someone start all over with a new plan if this is them and they've gone through something like this.
0: Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of people that have come to us, Jen, um, because of a major life change. Now, it could be divorce. It could be, you know, if, if a spouse passed away, Sure. one of the big ones we've seen over the last couple of years is uh, being downsized or maybe um, not being able to work anymore because of a major health issue or Mm -hmm. something like that. So all of those things are major life changes, right? Um, And so it is, while those are difficult times, it's a opportunity to take a step back and get your affairs in order and get a plan together. And maybe it's the perfect time because, You know, the end goals that you're trying to build might be completely different now than they were prior to that major life change. So that's that's where I think it really can be uh, a silver lining to one of those difficult situations in your life uh, by kind of getting everything together and at least having your financial part of your life in order. And so you're not worrying about that anymore.
1: Right. Uh, Talking today with Pat Struby. This is our top five list for this week, the top five most taboo topics for your money and for your retirement, 803-9-RETIRE. Just want to give that number as we continue this discussion here today. If you have questions, if some of these things you'd like some guidance on, even if it's awkward, it's okay. You can ask the questions, 803-9-RETIRE. The next one is kind of an interesting one because it's religion, and it might not make financial sense. Here's an example where it could come up. It might not make financial sense for someone to tithe, but it might be important for them to give something to their church because that is very close to their beliefs. How do you handle making financial recommendations while also respecting where someone is from a religious standpoint or spiritually?
0: Well, to me, Jen, the power of what we do is custom building the plan uh, because that piece of the plan could look wildly different for different clients. And Mm -hmm. what I mean by that is, Uh, We're not here to tell you what to do we're here to help you accomplish your goals and those are that's a big difference um, so for some people they may not be charitably inclined or they may not go to church or have any type of church giving that they do and to others in the example you gave it's probably priority number one right uh, mm-hmm. and I would say that you know our church believes that we want to try to give God our what we call our first fruits um, so something that right. is steady and consistent and it's part of what we're giving on a regular basis uh, however Janelle and I that's what we try to do however we don't force that on any of our clients, um, you know, what we want to do is help them figure out what works for them. And an example uh, that I thought was really cool, Jen, is that we actually had somebody receive an inheritance, and when they came in to talk about what to do with it, the first thing they said is they wanted to give a certain percentage to their church uh, because of that. And I thought I thought that was pretty awesome because until I had heard that, I'd never even heard of anyone mm-hmm. doing that before. I always thought of like yeah. your earned income, you know what I mean? Right, right. And so they were just thinking literally any dollar that comes into us, uh, we want to give something back to say thank you to God. And I just thought that was really cool. So wow. um, that's a long way of saying it's important for you to know what your goals are with your money And then by having a financial planning team, uh, they can help you accomplish your goals. And that's ultimately what it should all be about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Let's move on. Number two, as we work our way down, number two on our list of taboo topics in retirement relationships. This can have an impact. Retirement can have an impact on your relationship with your spouse, your kids, your grandkids. So talk a little bit about that real quickly, how important it is to think about setting boundaries when it comes to things like watching the grandkids or, or what you'll be doing with your Spouse when you're both home all day Every day I mean that's something to think about
0: it's huge, Jen. And um, it comes right back to, again, what are your goals? What are your priorities? What are your values? Are you wanting to, you know, we have clients who have retired specifically so that they can take care of their grandkids because maybe they didn't get the chance to spend every day with their kids. Hmm. Um, right. And so so there's so many ways to look at it. Uh, maybe uh, someone is trying to guilt you into giving them more money or taking advantage of you. So it's just important to stop and think about what do we actually want out of your retirement? Who do you want to be spending time with? Who do you want to be supporting financially. And again, our job is just to help you accomplish the things that are most important to you.
1: Right. And the the last one, number one on our list of taboo topics from Forbes is money. And this is ironic (laughs) because we talk about it all the time, Pat. But talk about why some people see this as a taboo or, or tough topic for their retirement.
0: Well, to me, Jen, this is not only so individualized uh, to each person, but it's also, I think, very generational. You know, we've been working with clients for over 23 years now. And I think 23 years ago, it was much more common for me to talk to someone who was just completely uncomfortable talking about money or wanted to make sure no one in their family knew anything about their finances. And while certainly some people may still feel more comfortable that way, it is much more common for someone to be more open about it or maybe even bringing a family member into the meeting and just talking openly about those types of things. So again, it comes back to what you're comfortable with and what your goals are and your planning team should be helping you accomplish those things. So call us now if you want to take advantage of an opportunity to talk with one of our retirement planners. The number is 803-9-RETIRE.
1: You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Make sure you remember that number, 803-9-RETIRE or 803-973-8473. Thanks so much for spending some time with us here today. We hope you have a great week. Be sure to tune in next time for some more insights from Pat, and we'll talk to you then.
3: Preservation Specialist is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialists is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.